What is up, friends, and welcome to the Living Radically podcast. I am so excited to be starting this new podcast journey. It's honestly a dream. I'm your friend, Mari Camille. I'm from a small, beautiful island called Puerto Rico, and I am going to be sharing weekly episodes just for you. My prayer for this podcast is that it inspires you and helps you as we go through different seasons of life together. The title of today's episode is Responding to God's calling. Many of us, when we hear the word calling, we quickly think about vocation. And we love this topic just because of that. I mean, right now you're probably listening to this and thinking, wow, I might find out today what God is calling me to do. And yeah, that might happen, but that's not where I'm going. We are called to do something. Some may feel called to work with children or be youth leaders, help those who are sick. The truth is we all want to know what we're called to do here on earth. But the little detail, or should I say major detail, is that before God calls us to do something, he is calling us to be someone. So before we actually do something great for his glory, we have to be someone great for his glory. And that's what we're going to talk on today's episode. You've probably heard this verse before. It's found in the book of Matthew chapter 22 verse 14. It says, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Other versions say for many are called, but few are chosen. The parable of the wedding banquet. Today we are going to break down this passage. But before I start, I am not a theologian, teacher, pastor. I do not have a master's in theology. All I have is passion for the Lord, love, and a lot of faith. So we're going to break this down Mari's style, what I am interpreting from this scripture. So let's begin. Matthew chapter 22. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. Stopping right here for a second, we can assume that the king is God and that the king's son is obviously Jesus. Let's continue. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off. One to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. First, we can assume that the servants the king sent are the prophets, the people that God chose to be messengers of the good news. We can also assume that those who were invited were the Jews, God's chosen people. Many Jews didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. They didn't think he was the Messiah. Therefore, they rejected the prophets who announced the coming of Jesus. They didn't believe it. They thought that living the way they did was the right way. Verse 4 says, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. In other words, the table is set. God is waiting for you to take a seat at his table. His promise is ready. Your forgiveness is ready. Your eternal life is ready. He's just waiting for you. Now, Let's go on. Verse 8. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. So here we learn that God's kingdom, his invitation, it's not just for the Jews. It's for everyone, the good, the bad, 
and those who are in between, literally everyone. Verse 11 goes on to say, But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. Now, this may seem a bit harsh, but let's go to the end of this parable where it says, For many are invited, but few are chosen. Many of us know about God's promises for our lives. Many of us know that God is good, that he has plans for us, but we don't actually believe it. And we just go on with life with an invitation in hand. We want God to do something with us, but we don't respond to our first calling our first invitation we are called to be someone first what's interesting about the man that wasn't dressed appropriately for the wedding is that many of us are like him we want to experience all the goodness of the lord but we don't want to become the type of person that experiences all the goodness of the lord let me explain it for you we want miracles in our life we want to do great things we want god to fulfill his purpose we want to have fun in the wedding banquet but we are not willing to become the person god is calling us to be second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here we cannot experience all that god wants to do in us and through us if we continue to live in our old selves we have to to become who God is calling us to be to be able to do what he will call us to do. So how does becoming who God is calling us to be related to the last verse? For many are called, but few are chosen. You are called to be all that God desires you to be. But when you actually respond and decide to live fully in him, you go from called to being chosen by God. Do you know who is calling you when you know who is calling you your response will be different the gentiles were invited to a wedding banquet for the king's son they went dressed to see the king they went prepared they probably even went with a gift because they knew who was inviting them they did not only want to receive the invitation but they wanted to be chosen by the one who sent that invitation do you really understand who is inviting you the king of kings the prince of peace the lord of lords gyro the one who sits at the throne the lord almighty he is the one calling you calling you to become all that he wants you to be god calls you to live by faith and not by sight to be courageous in times of fear to live forgiven and not ashamed to live free and not in a cage he calls you to live in purpose love joy and more than what he can do through you he desires for you to reclaim the identity he already gave you a child of god I hope you enjoyed this message. I'll see you guys next week for another episode. God bless. Love ya. Mwah.